Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into wildlife, non-human personhood, and protected areas. These stories are truly incredible, and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, our first category of wildlife, we've got a couple stories here. This one, first one's coming out of NPR.org. More endangered red wolves will be released into the U.S. under a legal settlement. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has agreed to continue releasing red wolves into the wild in order to settle a lawsuit brought by conservation groups. According to the filings, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service committed to an eight-year plan to boost populations with captive-born animals in eastern North Carolina, the species-only remaining range. Just over 30 of the animals are estimated to be left in the wild, which is only a fraction of what the population was a decade ago. The Southern Environmental Law Center filed the lawsuit on behalf of the Red Wolf Coalition, Defenders of Wildlife, and the Animal Welfare Institute. The groups claimed that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service had violated the Endangered Species Act, putting red wolves at risk of extinction to appease politicians and ranchers. Ramona McGee, senior attorney and leader of the Southern Environmental Law Center's wildlife program, celebrated the settlement as a path to restoring the red wolf to its rightful place as a celebrated success story. We hope to see America's wild red wolves rebound again with generations born free and wild as a result of this agreement, McGee said in a statement. All right, second story here. This one's out of birdguides.com. The bearded vulture is to be reintroduced in Bulgaria and the Balkans. The bearded vulture is to be reintroduced to Bulgaria and the Balkans as part of a new 5 million euro program. The Life for the Bearded Vulture Project, which commenced on the 1st of August, aims to establish a bearded vulture population in Bulgaria and the Balkans, as well as strengthening the Bulgarian population of these vultures. Uh, among the conservation work will be the creation of nesting habitat for vultures and improving the food base, which will see the reintroduction of Balkan chamois in the Sinite Kamani Nature Park. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the strengthening of populations of species such as rock partridge and European suslik. The last confirmed breeding of bearded vulture in Bulgaria was in 1972. The duration of the project is expected to be seven years, ending in July 2030. 3.8 million euro of the 5 million euro budget has been financed by the European Union. All right, next one is out of abcnews.go.com. Once endangered, Brazil's golden monkeys have rebounded from yellow fever. There are now more golden lion tamarins bounding between branches in the Brazilian rainforest than at any time since efforts to save the species started in the 1970s, a new survey reveals. Once on the brink of extinction, with only about 200 animals in the wild, the population has rebounded to around 4,800, according to a study by Brazilian science and conservation nonprofit Golden Lion Tamarind Association. That is a huge jump. We are celebrating, but always keeping one eye on other threats because life is not easy, said the nonprofit's president, Luis Paulo Ferraz. Golden lion tamarinds are small monkeys with long tails and copper-colored fur that live in family groups led by a mated pair. 
Usually, they give birth annually to twins, which all family members help to raise by bringing them food and carrying them on their backs. The monkeys, which live only in Brazil's Atlantic Forest, are still considered endangered, however. Next category of non-human personhood, we're still in Brazil on this, and we're still coming from abcnews.go.com. Indigenous leader inspires Amazon city to grant personhood to an endangered river. Um, there are a lot of words in here that I'm probably going to mispronounce, so I apologize in advance. The Komi Memen River, named Lahe in non-indigenous maps, is vital to the Oro Waram, one of six subgroups of the Wari people who have inhabited the Western Amazon for centuries. However, this immemorial relationship is in, under increasing threat. The relentless expansion of soybeans and pastures encroaches on their land, while land robbers promote illegal deforestation. To protect themselves, the Wari people are resorting to a new strategy, the white man's law. In June, the municipality of Guajara Miram passed a groundbreaking law proposed by an indigenous councilman that designates the Komi Memen as its tributaries as living entities with rights ranging from maintaining their natural flow to having the forest around them protected. The law comes as representatives of eight South American governments gather in Brazil to discuss ways to preserve the Amazon rainforest to help stave off climate change and protects, protect its indigenous people. The Komi Memem, a tributary of a larger river that's unprotected, is now the first among hundreds of rivers in the Brazilian Amazon to have a law that grants it personhood status. This is part of a new legislative approach to protecting nature that has made inroads in many parts of the world from New Zealand to Chile. We are further organizing ourselves to fend off invaders, Councilman Francisco Oro Waram, the law's proponent told the Associated Press. We can't fight with arrows, we have to use the laws. Last story in our last category of protected areas. This one's coming out of Reuters.com. President Joe Biden to protect vast sacred lands near Grand Canyon. U.S. President Joe Biden curbed land development on a stretch of nearly one million acres near Arizona's iconic Grand Canyon a move intended to cement his environmental credentials in the electoral battleground state. Biden used the Antiquities Act to designate the area as the Baj Nuwajo, ancestral footprints of the Grand Canyon National Monument, a move disparaged by some officials and mining interests, but long sought by tribes that trace their origin to the lands, according to the White House. It is the fifth new national monument established by the president. The new area, whose name is drawn from the languages of the near, nearby Havasupai and Hopi tribes, straddles the existing Grand Canyon National Park where the U.S. government forcibly removed Native Americans a century ago. The place boasts bison, bald eagles, and sites held as sacred by several tribes. I hope these stories bring optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future. Thank you.